Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. All right. Um, today, uh, today we have a lot to be thankful for as a church. Um, when we landed uh, from Rwanda, we opened our phones and the news is coming in that we have signed a peace agreement between the, the opposition and the government. And uh, this is, this is, this is I, I, I mean, I think if you're like me, I was, I was trusting God, but I was skeptical of men, <laughs> right? And when they said, we're going to South Africa to have this meeting, honestly, I was, uh, and when I heard that the U.S. was involved a little bit, I, I love the U.S., but not necessarily all of U.S. foreign policy, amen. I'll leave it at that. Uh, but uh, when we heard this news, I don't know, it's a big deal. We've been through a lot as a nation. There has been a lot of loss of life. There has been a lot of pain, displacement, famine, uh, and uh, we needed desperately uh, something like this. Amen. And uh, you all know, especially prayer and usual family, we've been praying for a long time. And when we come to a place like this, it's, it's, it's fitting to stop the program and give God praise. Amen. It's fitting. Jesus healed 10 lepers, but only one came back eh, to say thank you to Jesus. Now, I, I think maybe some people might be skeptical. Well, it's not really done yet. You know, ideas is 1%. Implementation is 99%. And I know that's true. And I know we still have some ways to go. But uh, it could have been something very different. Hmm? I don't know if you saw, I saw, I don't know if it was photoshopped or not, but I saw the opposition leaders shaking hands instead of shooting at each other, right? It's a small beginning, right? And I think for even the smallest of beginnings, we should give God praise. Yeah. Why? Because, because uh, uh, there was a, a great need of 5,000. Uh, who needed food. And Jesus took five loaves of bread. Not 5,000 loaves of bread. Five loaves of bread. And two fish. And the Bible says he gave thanks. Mm? It's just, uh, if you see the picture, it's so ridiculous. This is not Jesus' personal meal. Okay? You give thanks for a personal meal. There's 5,000 people. Uh, but he gave thanks. And when he gave thanks, something happened with the bread. So what we have now is a small beginning. We have a five loaves of bread and two fish. All right? Let's not hold this and start complaining. If we have any kind of beginning, let's thank God. Let's give thanks. Hallelujah. Let's praise His name. Because He has done a wonderful thing for us. Hallelujah, Father God. Hallelujah, Father God. Father God, we have prayed. So many people have prayed, Father God. People have sought your face, Father God. I even know one minister who refused to sleep on his own bed. He slept on the floor until you visit Ethiopia. Father God, 
We give you praise. It's a small beginning, but in your hands, it's enough. We thank you, Father God, for the language has changed from war to peace. Father God, that you have fulfilled your word and you have brought a language, a culture of peace. It's small, but we thank you for this small. We have been hearing every other report, but this kind of report. We have all suffered in one way or another. Many of us have family in Tigray who we've not been even able to have communication with. It has been a long and difficult road, Father God. For this small beginning, Father God, hallelujah, we do not look at men. We look at you and we trust you and we thank you that you have brought us to this place. And we thank you that you are, you are faithful to finish what you have started, Father God. To you belong all the praise and glory. And this house today comes back, hallelujah, to give you praise for what you have done. In Jesus' name, amen, hallelujah, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Just a brief, brief word. There was a fr some friends in the Bible who brought their paralytic to Jesus, their paralytic friend. And uh, they brought him to Jesus. They cut the, the hole in the roof. You remember the story? They lowered the lame man before Jesus. And Jesus, the Bible says, Jesus saw the faith of the friends. And he spoke to the man and said, your, faith, uh, your sins are forgiven. And he said, your faith, he, he saw the faith, he said, your, your faith has made you whole. Matthew 9, 22, Mark 2, 5, and Luke 5, 20. There was a woman with an issue of blood. And the Bible says in Matthew 9, Mark 5, Luke 8, it says that she's pressed through the crowd touched the hem of his garment. And when she touched the hem of his garment, instantly she felt virtue flow into her body and she was healed. And Jesus said to the woman, woman, go in peace. Your faith has made you well. Blind Bartimaeus cried out to the Lord, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped, called him and said, what do you want? He said, I want to see. And Jesus said to him, your faith has made you whole. The Canaanite woman in Matthew 15 said, even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the table. And Jesus said, for such an answer, go, your, da your daughter has, made you, has, has been made well. Your faith has healed her. The sinful woman had great faith. The one leper that returned to give thanks, Jesus said, go in peace. Your faith has made you whole. In all of these situations, in all of these gospel accounts, in all of these visitations that God made with people that the unseen invaded the scene, Jesus was consistent in his language. Never once did he say, my power made you well. My ability made you well. Heaven made you well. He said, your faith has made you well. So, so this is very important for us to understand the role our faith plays in interacting with God. When I started ministry with Saleh, we were on the plane, the first ministry trip we ever took. And on the plane, I heard the voice of the Lord like I never heard before. 
And he said, son, take your limitations off what I can do. It was so loud, it almost felt like someone was speaking to me. I turned, but no one was there, just the clouds, 30,000 feet in the air. Because it felt like someone was speaking to me, and it was no one, and it was the voice of the Lord. And I turned and I told Sally, I think God just spoke to me. What did he say? He said, take your limitations off what I can do. And Sally said, oh, hallelujah. And so, so I think in retrospect over the years, it's just been kind of an unending journey of unpacking what that looks like. Because I think what God was saying is that uh, in some cases, and especially if we compare it with the, the stories that I just shared with you here, in some respects, we can understand that God's visitation is not so much a matter of God's power, but my faith, my expectation, uh, what I have what I have signed off to, uh, to believe that God has said. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says that we walk by faith and not by sight. Hebrews 11, 1 says, Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. That word hope in the Greek is the word elpis. And elpis, elpis literally means expectation of good. So faith is being sure of my expectation of good. Faith is only associated with good. It is not associated with anything but good. All right. If it's associated with bad, then it's no longer faith. It's fear. Fear is being sure of what we are fearful of. And, and ensure of that fear coming to pass. Faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. So faith is different from fear by means of the bad being replaced by the good. Faith, for faith to be faith, good has to be good. Amen? Amen? You're welcome, church. Now, there's this, I, I say this to debunk a small theory. Of, of the theology of suffering, okay? There, there is a, a, a thought process in the body of Christ which, which kind of uh, uh, deals with this idea of suffering. Should there not be suffering theology? We go through so much. There's so much drama that happens. We have loss, we have sickness, we have war, rumors of war. Uh, we have all of these things. So we need to give a biblical definition or explanation for this. And, and, and my conviction is not that I don't believe in suffering. Suffering happens, life happens. Just live another five years. Stuff happens. Uh, so it's not, my position is not that we deny that things happen, but rather that when we add our faith to that suffering, we understand that it is something on the way to my good. It is not something I am coming to my suffering. It is something I am coming through. So suffering is there, but it's not what God is bringing me to. It's what God is bringing me through. We've had Beza for about, what, 17 years now. In these 17 years, have we had a bad day every now and then? Yes, Lord. Have we had confusing times every now and then? Yes, Lord. But guess what? We are still here, and the bad times were what it was, but we kind of passed through them, and we are now here. You see? So, so the good, there was both good and bad that hit us, and the good outlasted the bad. 
because faith always is attached to the good. So it's not that we don't believe in suffering. It's just that we believe that our God is working through the suffering. It's not our home. It is our transportation. Yeah. Uh, a few uh, weeks ago, a few months ago, ago, I went to our church in Zuai. And from here to Zuai, they had, they had, I called with them and our, our, our church, our ministers had a room for me. And uh, everything was prepared. The service was ready. So I got up from Addis Ababa and I started going to Zuai. On my way to Addis Ababa, uh, from Addis Ababa to Zuai, I came across a few donkeys. I even saw a few camels. Yeah? I saw some really poverty-stricken areas. I saw some, some, you know, some traffic. Hallelujah. I ran into traffic police, my best friends. Yeah? But it's amazing because although I saw all these things, yeah, they were... They had absolutely no effect on me because my goal, my destination was not the donkey. My destination was Zuai. So I passed through Zuai with my heart set on, I passed through the donkey because my heart was set on Zuai. Right? Donkey is not my home. Everybody say donkey is not my home. <laughs> We're just passing through donkey. So, so don't prepare for life with a donkey. Right? Don't embrace the donkey and say, donkey. You know, you are passing through. Right? You are on your way to somewhere. And I think some of us in our Christian life, we've made the mistake because our faith is not attached to the good. Our faith is attached to the donkey. Right? We are here now with a donkey and, and we are supposed to have our hearts set on. Hmm. Yeah. So you're coming through, not to, right? This is what I understand from the scriptures. Uh, when, 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 when God brought the children of Israel out of Egypt, he brought them out with a promise. And he said, I'm going to bring you to your promised land. It is a good land, a land flowing with milk and honey. So they are here in Egypt and they hear this report of the good land and they get all Pentecostal with God. Good land, milk and honey, milk and honey. Good land, but God brought them out of Egypt and brought them to the Red Sea, right? But he did not bring them to the Red Sea to keep them at the Red Sea. He brought them to the Red Sea to bring them through the Red Sea, right? Then he brought them to the wilderness, but he did not bring them to the wilderness to keep them in the wilderness. He brought them to the wilderness to bring them through the wilderness. Then he brought them to the Jordan. And the Jordan was, was, was at full, uh, full capacity. It could not be crossed. And, but God did not bring them to the Jordan to keep them at the Jordan. He brought them to the Jordan to bring them through the Jordan to the promised land. Hallelujah. And when they got to the promised land, there was giants. Uh, but God did not bring them to the giants to keep them with the giants. He brought them through the giants, through the enemy, through the ites, through the, the, the... God even stopped the sun and stopped the moon, which means the whole universe was on pause until God fulfilled his word. So, so that means we have to have 
a, a heart of faith means not that we're camping with the donkey or the wilderness or the Red Sea, but that while we go through, eh, we are full of what the good is ahead of us. Elpis means expectation of good. And, and, and I think God is bringing this word today because some of us have straight up lost our way. Hmm? We, are, we are lost with the donkey. The donkey does not look what God had promised. We are planning for the rest of our life with the donkey. Hmm? God did not promise you a donkey. It's something we pass through. It may be difficult right now. But God is not bringing you to that drama. He's bringing you through that drama. He's bringing you through that drama. He's bringing you through that mess. He's bringing you through that, that loss. He's bringing you through that issue. Praise the name of the Lord. Uh, uh, I want us to look at two verses. Psalm chapter 23. It says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Because I am not coming to the valley of the shadow of death. I am coming through the valley of the shadow of death. Tell your neighbor that there is a big difference between through and to. This is not our final destination. We are passing through. Uh, Psalm chapter 84, verse 5. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, who have set their hearts on pilgrimage. As they pass through the valley of Baca, they make it a place of springs. The autumn rains also cover it with pools. They go from strength to strength till each appears before God in Zion. It says they have their hearts set on pilgrimage. Pilgrimage means that we're not stopping here. Hallelujah. As they pass through the valley of Baca. Baca means weeping. As they pass through the valley of weeping, they make it a place of springs. Hallelujah. And they go from strength to strength. Hallelujah. Till each appears before God in Zion. I have a message for somebody today. Take your two and respell the word till it looks like the word through. We are passing through. I know it's difficult, but we are passing through. I know it's been hard, Pastor Z, but we are passing through. Even the Bible says that this is a place of weeping. He does not mince his word. It is weeping, but we are passing through. Forget us, even Jesus itself. Jesus went through the cross. He didn't go to the cross. And it says that he endured the cross, scorning its shame because of the joy set before him. Hallelujah. And what was the joy set before him? Pastor Z. He saw Pastor Z over there and he endured. Hallelujah. He saw the good ahead of him and he passed through. He did not stop there. The cross was not his final destination. It was just the donkey that he was passing through. Hallelujah. And if Jesus can look at me and pass through, then surely I can look at Jesus and pass through. Fixing my eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. So, so I'm trying to save myself 
myself from unnecessary counseling appointments. I have nothing to say about where you are at currently, but I have everything to say about where you are going. And faith is attached only to the good. Let your faith be so far removed from your situation. Let your faith go into a different realm from where you are. In fact, you know, the, the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11, it speaks about all the people of faith and all of the great things they did, right? If you have not read it, just read it. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing. It talks about these amazing people, you know, Samson, Gideon, you know, David, hallelujah, Pastor Z, all these guys are up in there, hallelujah. And it says all these people, and then it says, speaking of some of them, it says, all of these people were still living by faith even when they died. And that seems like almost not fair, you know? Like how, if you're living by faith, don't let me die. I mean, die is such a tragic end. Don't stop there. Bring me into that glory. Don't, you know, but you know what I, I, I learned from that passage? It tells me that what I have by way of faith in my heart is more valuable than what I have in my hand. What's, what's really precious is the faith that I have in my hand. Being sure of what I hope for and certain of what I do not see. That faith is the victory. Whew, hallelujah. God calls it more precious than gold. So, 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 for example, if I'm believing for a car, mm, there was a time when we needed a car. How many of you heard my testimony before? There was somebody who said the first time, I don't know where you were. This is for you, our first time visitor, wherever you are, somewhere over here. Okay, this is for you because they've heard it before. God is speaking just for you today. <laughs> One time I did not have a car. I had a wife and a baby. And, you know, when you're the man of the house, it's kind of difficult going out carrying your baby and, and holding both your, your wife and your baby. And I needed, a, I needed a breakthrough because it was in America. Winter is cold. Baby is small. And one day I had a faith that I am not going to, I am going through. And I got faith in my heart for a car. And it was so strong, I took a plate from the kitchen. Madam. And I began to drive it around the house like that. Being sure that I'm not staying here. I'm just passing through. Hallelujah. And I drove, you know, around the house, complete with stopping at the stop sign by faith. Yeah, because it's dangerous. You know, when you cross, it could get hit by a car or something. And I parked the car, the plate. And then I walked out of the house. While I was gone, somebody called our house, called my wife and said, uh, the Lord spoke to me. I just have a question. Do you need a car? And then uh, I came home and the glory of the Lord filled the house. So in the morning, I was driving a plate. But in the evening, I was driving a 1987 Honda Civic. It wasn't the best car, mind you, but it was one of those that when you start the car, the engine, it, it thinks that it wants to join the choir, <laughs> you know, or the drums. <laughs> and and, and true, true story, true, true story. And 
so it became so meaningful for me on so many ideas because it was a, a personal visitation for God to just tell me this is how we do right this is how we move and that was a car and then you know we're now we're we've graduated from a car we're now believing for Africa and I and I have Pompey helping me as well but I think the real blessing and this is what I want you all to take even if you've heard this before the real blessing was not when I got the car in the evening what's precious more precious than gold is not the car What's precious more than gold is the faith. I think when I grabbed that plate, and in that plate, I just saw what I did not have, and what I, the unseen became more precious than the seen. You, you see the difference? I'm not coming to, I am passing through. And today I have a message for somebody. You are passing through. It may be difficult right now. But your God is faithful, and faith is always attached to the good. Your Father has good plans for you. He's not setting you up to treat you bad. He's not a bad father. He's a good father. He has good plans for his children. He wants to bless his children and make his children a blessing. So it's not only that you are passing through, you are going to pass so many people through. Because God and faith are attached to the good. So the minute you start attaching bad to God, you've just derailed your faith. That's not faith. God is always attached to the good. Most of my counseling has to do what people are, are, have come to. And now it's how do we get out of this mess? Marriage problems, money problems, my boss. You know, most of the counseling has to do with what people have come to. Today, may the Lord deliver you from whatever you have come to. And just open the door over here to the good. Faith is being sure of Elpis, expectation of good. Tell the righteous that it will be well with them, for they will eat the fruit of their labor. Hallelujah. I prophesy to somebody, you are just passing through. I prophesy to Ethiopia, we are just passing through. I prophesy to Africa, we are just passing through. That God is for us. And if God is for us, who can be against us? Tell the righteous that it will be well with them. For they will eat the fruit of their labor. We go from strength to strength. And from glory to glory. Until each of us appears before God in Zion. There is good ahead of you. Don't be deceived by the present. Hallelujah. Your God is for you. Amen. Amen. So, so today, usually when we take the, the Lord's Supper today, we, we pray for people and we pray for needs. Today, we're not going to pray for needs. We're going to, you're going to pray for yourself by shifting your to to the through. Hmm. Because Jesus did not say, come here, my power make you well. In fact, the Bible says Jesus came to his hometown and could not do many miracles there because of their lack of faith. So the most precious commodity is not the hands. Today, the most precious commodity is your faith. Hallelujah. So shift gears from to to through. Does that make sense? Yeah. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. May you reconstruct your tomorrow right now. How you see. May you pick up your plate for whatever has told you that it's over. And may God arise in your life and show his goodness in your life in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
Let's all stand on our feet today. I, I, I want to uh, perform a graduation ceremony right now. You know, uh, when you graduate, they have these things called tassel. You have the funny hat. I don't know who came up with that idea. Funny hat with a tassel. And what, what they did is, when you graduate, they say, now you take this and you cross it over like that. Have you seen that before? How many of you have done that before? How many of you are anticipating doing that someday? What it's a symbol of is that you've kind of, you are not where you were, you are not who you were, you have come into a new territory now. Today we're going to cross the tassel from the world of two, and the world of the donkey, and the world of baka, world, world of weeping, and we pass the tassel over to coming through. Hallelujah. This is temporary. My God is faithful. We're just passing through. Hallelujah. So everybody, come on. Come on, your funny hat. Eh? And I'm going to say three, we're never going to raise these donkeys again. Our heart is set on pilgrimage. There is no depression in pilgrimage. There is no depression in through. There's all kinds of depression and madness in two. Today we graduate one, two, three. Hallelujah. Now give Jesus some praise and thanksgiving. Hallelujah. You are passing through. You are passing through. You are passing through. You are passing through in Jesus' name. Father, in Jesus' name, I bless your people right now. Uh, Father God, as they fix their two issues to through, release your hand, Father God. Show yourself strong on their behalf. May their faith heal them today. <laughs> May their faith bring victory in their lives today. May every valley of weeping today be turned into springs of life. I speak your blessing over each person. May you find faith in the earth today. We give you all the praise and glory and may the grace of God be with each person. May the victory of heaven be with each person. May the joy of the Lord be with each person now and forevermore in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you all.